Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. The people who disappear, they, they, they become like Abiata and Joab. Joab was a warrior. In, in, today we don't fight physical, you know, physical fight. We fight in the spirit. You can't, you can't be a warrior and then want to do it your own way. You obey the, 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 the command of the king, the Lord Jesus, via his leadership. You can't all wake up and start doing your own thing. I remember when I first got born again and filled with the Holy Spirit. I all followed Kenneth Hagin, Joroja Raju, to use a Nigerian expression. I heard him say, this end time, you want to pray in one, tongue, one hour in tongues. Fortunately, uh, you know, uh, providentially, I hadn't heard any negative thing. And I was a new Christian, so my mind was talarabusa. What did I call it? Tabula rasa. You know, it was, it was clean. So uh, it was easy for me. It was later on, after I'd been doing it for many months, and I had grown, and I had got revelation, that I now got, came back to Nigeria. And I saw that there was debate about it. And I was wondering, what's wrong with these people? Then I'll go to their prayer meetings, and they just pray five minutes, two minutes. I said, what? where did these people learn their own from? That was when God told me they were shooting short loads. Nobody invented these things, folks. They're the word of God. To, to not to do them is to be rebellious. And all the Joabs, they are going. All the Adonijahs, they are going. All the Shimeis. Joab represents rebellious intercessors. Adonijahs represent rebel and, and, and Abiathar priests. You know, they, re- they represent rebellious pastors or who want to become senior pastors. She may represent rebellious saints. He covers the entire church. I'm going to repeat it. Joab represents rebellious intercessors. Do you know some intercessors think they, are, they know more than the pastor? Oh, yes. And they pray the way they like. The Bible gives us structured prayer. I didn't write the Bible. Like Ken Copeland would say many times, I wish I did, but I didn't. Because I wasn't born by that time. But thank God for the revelation we have now. Amen. Do you know what Jesus said? He said, when ye pray. <coughs> it's recorded two ways. In Matthew, you know, it's recorded in Matthew, it's recorded in Luke. What we call the Lord's Prayer. In one instance, he says, when you pray, say. And that's where we get our Father which art in heaven. Then in the other place, he says, pray after this manner. Talking about, you know, principles. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. That's loaded. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, prosperity, material needs. You know, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those walking in love and forgiveness. You know, lead us not into temptation. Praying to, you know, uh, uh, avoid temptation. And, and trial and, 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 and danger. That's why you should not be presumptuous. You know, 
but deliver us from evil. It's all blocks. It's structured prayer. You can't go outside that structure. Olubi Johnson did not invent the structure. Kenneth Hagen did not invent the structure. E.W. Kenyon did not invent the structure. It was there from the Lord Jesus Christ. To go outside is rebellion. You know most Christians don't pray that kingdom come, that will be done. Most Christians pray my will be done. <laughs> and my kingdom come. True. Many churches pray our kingdom come, our will be done. Not thy kingdom come. <laughs> a joke. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't a joke. It actually happened. Recently, you know, we've been having all these elections. We're in election season. So some, 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 some Christian whom I know, you know, sent me a flyer, you know, and solicited my prayers. They wanted to run for some office, you know, political office. Uh, Pastor, please pray for me. So I now sent back to them. I said, ah, I will pray. I said, but this is how I pray. You know, because, you know, I, you know, I don't, I'm not God. So I, I pray thy kingdom come and I will be done. And I prayed in the spirit. I said, so I'll pray. They didn't say amen to that prayer. And they never got back to me. Because they wanted me to pray a personal prayer for them, for them to be elected. And I can't do that. Because I don't know the will of God as far as they are concerned in that particular situation. People don't pray. They don't like those kind of prayers. They don't like that kingdom come, that will be done. And then in the spirit. And then with groanings. Uh, uh, uh. But you go outside that, you go into rebellion. Someone say, Pastor Lupi, uh, you know, I'm talking about the perfect church. Without spot, blemish, wrinkle, or any such thing. That is why the Joab spots, the Abiathar spots, the Adonijah spots, the Shimei spots will all be removed. If you can't say amen, say oh me. Mm. So, let's move on. So, Solomon gets these, these three sections. That's why I've delineated the, you know, Joab is just a type. It's a type of a rebellious intercessor. He's in good intercessor. He prays, but he likes to do his own thing. He rebelled against David, rebuked David. You know, the Bible says rebuked an elder. God gets rid of him. You know, uh, Abiathar <coughs> represents a rebellious priesthood. And he's replaced by Zadok. You know, who represents a righteous priesthood. Uh, um, Abia, uh, sorry, Joab is replaced by Benah, Benah, Benahia, you know, and um, Shimei, of course, is executed. Shimei just represents rebellious Christians, you know, people who have rebellion in their heart against the leadership. And he's always, you know, Shimei never changed. He only came to beg David so he won't be killed. And David gave him his word. said, I will not be the one, the original Godfather. Give the original Godfather a super clap offering again. The original Godfather. He told him that I won't be the one. He said, I won't kill you. But on his deathbed, watch this. God doesn't forget who. The same time God was giving the plan of the temple, 
was when he now told him about Shimei. Same Holy Ghost. Same Holy Ghost. Say Shimei. He said, you know that Shimei, you know what he did. My hey, brother Absalom, he said, you are a wise man, you know what to do. And you know what kills Shimei? Lack of submission. You know what has become your habit? You will still, you know, the Yoruba people have a saying, say, Efiniwa, Kushebo. That means character is like smoke. You can't hide it. It will seep out. You know it's in the Bible? The way it says in the book of Proverbs, it says that, you know, a troublesome woman, it says like the wind, it says it will come out. It's like smoke. It's a, it's a Yoruba proverb. You know, uh, God taught our forefathers before the white man came. Because the same Holy Ghost who teaches our forefathers. Amen. For the Gentiles which have not the law, do by nature the things contained in the law. So even though our people didn't have the book of Proverbs, it that they observed it and they saw what was happening and they said that they coined that proverb. Efiniwa, koshebo. That is, character is like smoke, you can't hide it. And then we now see it in the book of Proverbs. Same Holy Ghost, just through different channels. Are you listening to me? Now, hear me. So what God does, this guy, Solomon tells him, he said, look, don't leave your household. Don't leave Jerusalem. He said, the day you leave Jerusalem, Watch this, oh, it's without permission. You know, it's so simple. If you are used to submitting to authority, the minute that he didn't see those boys, he would have gone to Solomon. He would have sent somebody that my sheep or whatever have gone out of, and I have not seen these people. I want to go and check, or please, I want to send somebody. You know, he would have sent somebody to go and look for the people. And he would have stayed alive. But he, will, he has been so... Many, many, many of our people are like that. They're like Shimei. We have been so used to disobeying instruction. So we do it without even thinking about it. So Shimei disobeys an instruction that his life was hanging on. He didn't even think about it. The sheep and the servants were more important than his life. You see... It was his habit. His heart has not changed. Because if his heart had changed, he would have been so careful. He would have gone to Solomon. He would have sent a message to the palace that, you know, and I want to, I, I, I don't have anybody to send. Please, can I get somebody? And they would have sent somebody or they would have done something. Or even he had gone with permission, he would not have been killed. I don't know if you're getting me. Do not get used to rebellion. That's the purpose of this series. So, good news, Solomon now becomes, he's become king, but the kingdom is now established. So long as those guys were alive, the kingdom was not established. So it is in the church today. So long as we have rebels among pastors, rebels in the priesthood, rebels in the intercessors, rebels in the laity, in the saints, the kingdom will not be established. So God is going to get rid of the rebels. If you can't say amen, say oh me. And I want to assure you, dearly beloved, that this is a divine operation. It will have no human hand. You know why? I don't know men's hearts. Only God does. 
It's the God who will do it. Judgment will be selective and divine. It will be God who will be doing it. The only heart I really can say I know to some degree is my own. Even my own, I can't know it as well as I should. And that's why I submit to God. I thank God for what God has given me, you know. So I, you know, and as I speak, as I'm speaking now, this is why this message is so important prophetically. That scripture that we all like to quote in, uh, in Chronicles about Jehoshaphat, the eyes of the Lord, as I'm talking now, the eyes of the Lord are running through and through the whole church. Let's locate it to the church now. It's true for the whole world, throughout the whole earth. But let's um, focus now on the church. To show himself strong on behalf of them whose hearts are perfect toward him. And the ones that are, they still have the Joab kind of hearts, the Adonijah kind of hearts, the Abiathar type of hearts, the Shimei type of hearts, he sees them and he's going to remove them. He's, but he won't do that first, let me tell you. God, God is good. He's going to first nudge them and say, that's why you're hearing this message. Hello? Do something about that heart with the word of God. So if you do, no problem. But if you don't, because you will not hinder what God is going to do. Amen. So the, so the oh, Jesus help me. The temple, sorry, the, 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 the kingdom is established in Solomon's hands. Let's go to 1 Kings chapter, we're in chapter 2 and then we're going to go into chapter 3. 1 Kings chapter 2. The death of David. Then Solomon's reign is established even in the, in the Bible. The, the headline of those scriptures is Solomon's reign is established. Can you believe that? You know, they, because without, without the removal of those guys, the kingdom will not be established. And so it is today. You know, without God removing these people. So we, we read um, in verse 44, 1 Kings chapter 2, which is just a summary. It says, And the king, that's Solomon, Said moreover to Shimei, Thou knowest, I didn't hear you, all the wickedness with thine heart. I was a scream, thy heart. Thy heart. You know, real wickedness is in the heart. It comes out, you know, in actions later on. But, you know, how can, how can somebody curse his king? Take stone. Stone him. The heart. The heart of man is deceitful above all things. And desperate. Is privy to. I didn't hear you. Thy heart is that is it's something he kept inside. You know, you knew you, you kept it in your heart. Private, but it's there. See, man may not see it, but God sees it. And Pastor G, he's interested that God will remind Solomon on his deathbed. Even the thing was still there. And God wanted it dealt with. Otherwise, so um, Shimei is one of the least people God they will be thinking about on his deathbed. Shimei is not important, it's not significant. Yet God put him into remembrance. Mm. 
You can't say amen, say oh me. Thou knowest all the wickedness which thy heart is privy to, that thou, that thou didst to, my, to David my father. Therefore, the Lord shall return thy wickedness upon thy own head. And King Solomon shall be blessed. I didn't hear you. And the throne of David be established before the Lord forever. Solomon was speaking naturally, but he was actually speaking by the spirit, about the spiritual dynasty of David, which the Lord Jesus Christ was going to establish. I was going to be established by God, through the Lord Jesus Christ. So the king, I didn't hear you, commanded Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, which went out and fell upon him. That's a nice way of saying he executed him. And that he died. Watch this. Everybody scream these scriptures. And the kingdom was established in the hand of Solomon. Those executions had to take place. Or the kingdom would not have been there. They would, they would, would have always been uh, something in their hearts that they could have used to start a rebellion. So in order to completely eliminate it, God had to eliminate Joab. He had to remove Abiathar. We looked at that from the time of um, uh, uh, Samuel. The, the Eli, the house of Eli, is that same genealogy that Abiathar comes from. And God had promised them that he was going to deal with it. And look at him. How many hundreds of years later, Give a lot of clap offering somebody. The God who watches over his word to perform it. In fact, that's a scripture we, we need to quickly look at verse 30. I, I can't read everything. But it's so, it's so important. Verse 30. Uh, let me see. Yeah. 36. Good. <coughs> Excuse me. Thank you, Jesus. Where is Eli? Uh, 26 and 27, excuse me. Yes. Verse 27. So Solomon, I didn't hear you, thrust out Abiathar from being priest unto the Lord, that he might fulfill the word of the Lord, which he spake concerning the house of Eli. Can you believe that? Another clap offering from the Lord. This God we're dealing with is a very, very precise person. Now, let's now begin to look at Solomon in more detail. Solomon now becomes king and he starts very well. He starts very, very well. So let's look at these good things that Solomon did. We're just going to hit the highlights because of time. First, Corinthians, First Kings chapter 3, we're now in chapter 3, verses 1 to 12. I'm not going to go into it, read it, you know, I'm just going to highlight it. Hmm. Can I do that? The Holy Ghost just stopped me, so you can't do that. So, we'll see, maybe we're going to take it again from next week. Praise the Lord. The first thing that Solomon asks for is wisdom. Thank you for listening to this podcast. 
We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.